0: Welcome to the podcast dojo, baby. It's time for another episode of Black on Both Sides. I'm on half of your host, King Kunta 3X, aka Certified Kunta Boy. If you know, you know. The other half of your host, my esteemed colleague, the distinguished gentleman from Georgia, Mister. Light skin himself. Nine out of ten, Dennis, fuck with this dude if that means anything to you, Mister. Beyonce What up, B?
1: Certified Kunta boy. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm just not sure. <laughs> you're not. You're not down with, with, with CLB certified lover boy. I wanted to be, man. I really did. I promise, I did. I, I, I'm you're not, not going to support your fellow light skin. I'm not a Drake fan, but I wanted to be down with this one. I just, mm, it's just, it's just, so, it's not bad. It's not bad.
0: You know what? Let's get on into it. Yeah. Let's get on into it. So, those that don't know, uh, the Drake and Kanye beef took a new turn when Drake actually released the, his album. When he said he was going to release his album, which was uh, about about a week or so ago, September third, I believe. Yeah. Uh, certified Lover Boy, CLB, because the GoHards are calling it CLB because you can't say a Certified Lover Boy without drinking a adult beverage with a straw in it and perhaps an umbrella. Otherwise, it just seems odd. Uh, I believe it has 25 tracks or so? Mm,
1: 25 tracks? About 10 too many. Go ahead.
0: Well, I mean, Donda had 27, by Uh, the way. So Donda, I found out someone said that Donda thing. Donda, Donda, Donda. Was that? Maybe that was you. I don't know. It's supposed to be. His mother's heartbeat before she died? I
1: did not say that. That's weird and stupid. That's not even plausible or possible. <laughs>
0: right. <It's> like, what? <laughs> Nigga, you really aren't taking any goddamn thing, huh? You just wake the fuck up and go. <laughs> Hope you're not doing uh, explicit drugs on top of not taking the drugs you're supposed to take. That's... Uh, but anyway, I digress and put a pin on that about actors not taking explicit drugs. I'm even going to make a note of that. Actors don't take explicit drugs from unusual sources if you got the cash. All right. So Donda came out. You and I chatted it up. We talked about it. It was, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Anyway, so Arby Graham, also known as Drake, he dropped CLB. I'm not gonna call it Certified Lover Boy again. I'm just gonna call it CLB. Deal with it. Um, so you remember Dunda apparently broke all these streaming records, right? Well, I guess CLB broke apparently broke those records in less than half the time because you know people fucks with Drake. And CLB, uh, just to be clear, you know, I I gave all of Donda a full listen, and I gave CLB a full listen. The difference between my full listen of Donda and my full listen of CLB was, I wound up listening to CLB about four or five more times um, because it did have some 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 songs on there that made me bop my head because that's what you know was on the that's you know there were some if you like Drake. You're happy, if you didn't like Drake, well, shit ain't really changed. So it is the most Drake uh, album there could be. Half of it is emotional shit. The other half of it is the old Drake, and the old Drake really fucks with Houston, and that's near and dear to my heart. So gave it a lot of listens. Uh, I'll be curious to hear your take on it. Be, uh, I think that the Drake album had no surprises whatsoever. It is a Drake album, and as you and I both know, Drake albums are very commercially successful. They live on the top of the charts. And they usually get awards for no apparent reason. So I expect more of that to continue. In my opinion, uh, the difference between CLB and Donda is the difference between someone making an album for his or her fans versus someone trying way too fucking hard to make a piece of art that no one asked for. So, B, did you listen to CLB?
1: I listened to the first half. Um, I didn't go back. But um, my problem with it was I just couldn't get a groove. It was Everything was just... Like almost like a SoundCloud. What is it? No, not SoundCloud. What was that that website everybody was using at first to get download beats from I can't remember what it was Not SoundCloud. Something like that. Soundclick or something. It just seemed like, you know,
0: somebody Drake he, a SoundCloud rapper?
1: Yeah. It's like he downloaded he <laughs> downloaded the whoever had the beat up and it was like, oh, I like that. That's okay. Download and put verses on it. Like it was, it was just the, there
0: is a bunch of B-sides on this shit. There's there was a no bunch groove. of shit on here.
1: There, like, I, I, didn't, I didn't bob my head to any of it. Like, I didn't feel like the groove of it. Right. I went back and listened to Donda. And on my second listen, I, fe- I, I listened with the intent of seeing if there were any grooves. And it did have grooves. But um, I don't think either of them are great albums.
0: I'm not saying they're great shit. This is, a, this is a classic Drake album that's bloated up top with extra songs that normally wouldn't make a Drake album.
1: Oh, I wow. believe
0: that he felt free to do so because of all the, you know, I, I believe he, he included a lot on them just because uh, 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 Donda had so many tracks on it. I don't know if Donda didn't, ex- didn't exist, if he would have left so many damn tracks on there. I don't think he would have done that.
1: Well, wait, are you saying that the, the first few songs were the ones that wouldn't have been added?
0: No, no, oh, okay. not the first few. I'm just saying that there I was, I can't remember, but I've heard the whole thing a few times. Right, right. Okay. So, uh, and so, you know, there are some songs that immediately I resonate with and almost all of those songs have something to do with Texas because, oh. you know, uh, Drake was put on by the person that we revere here on Black and Both Sides, Mr. J. Prince. Uh, we, nothing but respect. Um, that is the person that put Drake on. So Drake's actually spent a lot of his formative musical formative years in Texas, in Houston Beach to be specific and so there's a uh, certain sound and certain um samples that are just going to put Kunta in a very very happy place and uh so let's talk about songs that I liked off of it hold on Uh, I
1: have I actually have a a, I have a I guess a little small little anecdote a little story I, I would say so um over this past week I had some I had a new client that sent me a record he wanted me to mix for him and um so the way that I like to do it, if it's somebody I've never mixed for, I want them to send me a reference song so that I can get an idea how they want their mix to sound. Not so it'll be like the idea is not to copy another artist, but just sonically. I need to know like how much reverb they like on their voice, what kind of effects, how how much EQ and what types of EQs they like a brighter sound, they like Sorry. a darker sound, that kind of thing. So he sent me a a Drake record as his reference record, and um, which you one? Know. Um, uh. Girls Like Beyonce or something like that? You mean Girls Want Girls? No, 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 no. This is not from the new album. This is from Take... um, The one with the car on the front. I think it's called something about Beyonce. Girls Like Beyonce or something like that.
0: You know, I like Drake. I don't love Drake, so I'll take your word for it.
1: But anyway, the the point I was going to make was, though, that the EQing of his voice... It, it was it was difficult to to try to get the same sonic quality from this rapper or rapper singer's voice to Drake because Drake has a very smooth voice. I've never really noticed it because I'm usually gagging <laughs> when I'm listening to his Hashtag music. Team White Skin. <laughs> but Drake has a really smooth voice. Like his voice isn't it isn't offensive in any frequency. Like it's almost like he you know what I'm saying like his voice just is just supposed to be on music. It's supposed to be on records. It's very odd.
0: You're saying he might have met a man uh, at some crossroads deep in Mississippi?
1: <laughs> Possibly. I'm saying I'm giving him a little bit more respect because his voice is supposed to be on music.
0: Oh, by the way, so that reference that you know, I said in BeGot, I uh, just put some, just to let you know. So there's, a, there's this, this uh, legend that the blues, as we know it, is, uh, is devil's music because one of the first uh, guitar players of the blues went uh, somewhere deep in Mississippi and made a deal with a man. And that man gave him, you know, a gift. And that's how we get the blues. The blues turn into jazz somewhere between jazz and blues. We get rock and roll somewhere after rock and roll. We get hip hop. And from that, we get to where we are today.
1: You ask any guitar West. player and they're going to believe that story. I don't know why, but that's like one of those stories that has like, Robert Johnson He just Yeah yeah, He did it
0: Sure man Hey I w- Don't ask me I would know you, would, you was looking for fault In Aubrey Graham And you found no fault
1: Wasn't looking for fault it. I was looking for I was looking for a direction That this artist wanted me To go in with his mix And I noticed yeah. In doing so when, when actually listening To Drake In a critic in a, in a sonically critical way I noticed that He actually has A fucking dope voice
0: it's called Divine intervention. It's called the devil's music. The, these are the devil's gifts.
1: His voice isn't as dope as uh, Amethyst, though, but he's got a nice voice.
0: Whose album you still haven't fucking heard, right?
1: I'm not going to listen to it.
0: Okay, well, shit. All right. <laughs> but getting back to the uh, CLB uh, Oh no no you So finish your story So you were saying This artist wanted you To take the vibe And feel off of The, the Drake uh, Song he sent you And you couldn't do it Because Drake's voice Is just so
1: No no that's not what I said I guess I said the word I want to use Is clean isn't what I, That isn't what I said At all He didn't want the vibe Or the sound he, Sonically I needed to know What direction to push His record in Cause you know I mean the, I could it's like if you paint a house. How is that different from the vibrant sound? Because it's but not the same thing. I I'm, I'm not trying to make his song or him sound like Drake. That's not that's not the that's not the idea. See, so that would be copying. The idea here is how do like for instance, if you want me to mix, how do you hear music? Because I can mix it the way I think it's right. But then you're like, well shit. Imagine if I were a painter and you said, hey man, you're a professional painter. Paint my house. And I painted it red. And then you came home, you're like, this shit is painted red. I wanted to paint it green. So now even though I did a really good job painting it red. You didn't even, it was not what you wanted. You wanted a greenhouse. So by you giving me an idea, by showing me pictures of other houses you like, I can see like, oh, how does, he likes his trim to be lighter colors and his main paint to be darker or vice versa. Oh, he likes lighter shades as opposed to darker shades. Oh, he likes pastels as opposed, you see what I'm saying? There's a difference in... So it's
0: like getting a fucking tattoo from someone who's not just a nigga with a pen that even converted into a tattoo pen.
1: Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. So I needed to know how he heard music, how he hears quality to know how he would... How how to interpret how to mix his record. And I didn't say that I couldn't do it. I said that I noticed in in doing this and critically listening, I mean, listening to his sonics in a critical way, that Drake has a really dope voice. It's not, it's, it is clean. It's very clean, but it's not just that though. It's just the smooth, it's like the buttery, the butteriness of it. And I know that's perfect for his, his light skinnedness, but he would probably love hearing this. But the butteriness of Drake's voice, A1. Well,
0: this isn't news. Uh, I guess I apologize, B. I didn't want to twist your words. I mean, shit. But yeah, (laughs) I take your points now taken. But uh, getting back to you know CLB, so they got this song called "Girls Want Girls" with Little Baby. That just sounds like shit you'd hear on the radio. I heard that one. That's that's prime future type shit. Uh, Then there's "Love All" that features Jay Z. I didn't hear that one. It's Jay-Z as he is now, but I thought I w- they were it was lazy lyrics on Jay-Z's behalf. I thought what? Yeah, I didn't. I thought that he just kind of had a very brief conversation over the track and then pieced out.
1: That's odd that he would do that on a, a record that he knew would get a lot of mainstream success. And it's clear he's
0: talking about Dame Dash, though so he doesn't say Dame Dash. Basically, you know, he basically says that uh, you know, I the best I can do are, you know, I'm not going to destroy you. I'm just going to not do business with you. So and how sad. do you think I'm gonna? How do you think I'm going to befriend somebody when this person wanted to have me killed? I'm not going to do that. And uh, and unless you're talking about hurting me in the future, then you don't really matter. So I'm not really going to pay any attention. So that was a very interesting few bars from Jay from Jay Z. Uh, I thought they were more current to what Jay Z sounds like now than what was on Donda, uh, Donda, Donda on the Donda album. Like, it's like a
1: heartbeat when you said it three times like that.
0: Yeah, it's exact. Yeah, fuck that nigga. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> Fair Trade with Travis Scott. Uh, I liked it, didn't love it. Uh, way Too Sexy, that's what's tearing up uh, the airways right now. Uh, it's an interesting song. It's it's catchy. It's that, that pop. Whatever that pop formula is, that's where it is. It's just future, future over and over talking about I'm too sexy for this whatever. It's a redo of a song from the 90s. Um, but it's catchy. And where did I come in? In was with TSU, Texas State University. That's that's when I said, oh, wait a minute. I know what we're talking about here. And then In Too Deep, I like that one a lot. Uh, uh, then there's a... Next I liked was Yeba's Heartbreak, which is kind of like a common soul uh backpack socially conscious thing it's 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 just a thing he you know it's just it's a very you know crunchy finger snaps when it's done a nigga want to say ah shay it's a, one of those types of situations you would hit somebody from a poetry slam would love this shit so so i, I like that uh no friends in the industry was pretty good uh, which is basically Drake saying, you know, this is how I live my life. Right. What you think you know about me is not true. No new niggas, and I really mean that shit. Uh then there's knife talk featuring uh our good friend of the show, Lord uh Savage the 21st, 21 Savage. So this nigga is talking about gang shit. Gang shit. Almonds, gang shit, or something like that. I'm like, come I'm like, <laughs> come on. In London town, really, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. (laughs) I mean, have your have your papers gone all the way through now? Right. I don't know. He's talking big shit. I don't know if you want to be talking, you know, about killing people and stuff. Uh, Might find yourself back in the flat in London. Twenty-one songs on CLB, by the way. So I was wrong. Um, See seven a.m. on Brittle Path. That nigga Drake chose violence with Kanye and nigga Drake chose violence and he snuck up near the end and chose violence. So there's a diss. There is a blatant diss section of that song. Uh, check it out and you know, form your own opinion, but no, no, yeah, it was, yeah. He and Kanye are not cool. They're not cool.
1: Nor should they be? Nor should
0: they? Uh, See what else do I like on here? Get along better. You know, it's got Ty Dollar sign on it. I like that nigga Ty Dollar sign. Me too. Uh, then You Only Live Twice, which features Lil Wayne. I want to say Rick Ross, but maybe I'm wrong. But Lil Wayne. All right. So this Lil Wayne track, and I don't think you heard this because you only said you listened to half of, half of it. So you only live twice. Uh, that nigga Lil Wayne got himself. Some some 2010 rhymes to put on this shit, and I mean that in the in the nicest, best way possible. That nigga was really rapping, rapping.
1: I heard of a Lil Wayne verse recently that that slapped. I don't know if it was on that song or not. Who else is on that song? Uh, I hold on a second.
0: Yes, yeah, got Rick Ross on it.
1: I don't know if it was that song, but there was a there's a song I heard just like this week. Oh, that's a.
0: Hmm? I'm oh, sorry.
1: A song I heard this week, Lil Wayne slapped on it though. Like he's snapped. and this is
0: some braggadocious shit. So Rick Ross is on it. It's got like big sound. Big sound. Um and Lil Wayne, you know, I'm slowly forgiving Lil Wayne because one, I know the nigga didn't want to go to jail. So he yeah, got popped with that gun. So if Trump couldn't pardon him, he was fucked. Two. I know the nigga really does think that because a police officer did his fucking job, that must mean all police officers are great. So I'll, you know, Little Wayne didn't go to school, so I'll let him have that shit. Uh, but, uh, these rhymes, man, on, uh, on fucking, uh, oh, you only live twice, man. That, that, that's the type of Little Wayne that when that little nigga said, I'm the best rapper alive since the greatest rap, no, I'm the greatest rapper alive since the greatest rapper retired. Yeah. He went back to that nigga. Now, did he say anything that was going to improve my life or your life or anybody's life? Hell fucking no. But did that shit sound good? Hell fucking yes. Like when so when when uh when Jay-Z dropped his his rhymes, you know, there was a lesson to be learned from Jay-Z's uh feature on on this album. Yeah. Uh but and so when I heard Lil Wayne, no, he didn't he didn't enlighten me or add to my life other than make me bob my head for a little bit and think about screwing my face up. I didn't. I didn't. But I thought about it. Why didn't uh, you? Hmm. Why didn't you? Because he wasn't saying shit. Well, like it, that new Kendrick that we talked about last time. Kendrick was like saying shit. These are my sons.
1: Yeah, but that's 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 not who Lil Wayne ever was, though. I want you to um, listen to um, it's a song by A Z, New York A Z, um, featuring Lil Wayne and Conway the Machine, called "The Ritual." When you get a chance, check that song out, Lil Wayne. I think Lil Wayne's verse in there is is uh, reminiscent of when he was doing it.
0: Oh, okay. And you check out You Only Twice, that nigga was doing it. Uh, Anywho, after that, you know, it kind of peters on out. There's a Kid Cudi song that, you know, I could take your leave. I don't really fuck with Kid Cudi that way. Uh, One of the other things on on CLB that I noticed is that he really talks a lot about uh, his son, which I found interesting. Like a lot. Why? Why do I find it interesting? Yeah, because <clears throat> the words of your T. You were hiding a son. I mean, he tanked a whole ass Adidas deal over this shit. Uh,
1: uh, he did. I don't know, man. That was a lot. That was a lot going on during that time. I I, I don't think the truth, all the the whole hundred percent truth, really came out about all that whole stuff.
0: All I know is that on this uh, CLB, he's acting like that little nigga been in his pride and joy since the dribble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let me let me ask you a question, Kunta. Though, so let's say you weren't quite sure that was your son. He, it, from what I understand, I watched an interview of Drake where he was saying that you know it, the world found out about his son before he was ready to, for many reasons. One reason was because he wasn't quite sure that it was his son yet. So they were going through the the, the um, paternity the paternity uh, I guess rulings or. Tests or Stealing whatever bitch money. To make sure And imagine being somebody At that level of success Where everybody knows you And every move you make is, 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 you know, documented Wouldn't you want to know Before you said Hey, y'all check out my son Wouldn't you want to know That that's your son Because imagine coming out And saying, hey, look at my son And then they find out It's not your son Now so you're how to push t know. Because Kanye That's why him and Kanye Should never be cool Kanye's a fucking gay Excuse me Kanye is, is not suitable wow. a, a suitable friend I'll put it like that He's not meant to be your friend because he's a competitor. He competes with people at a crazy level. Kanye is uh, a—
0: No, Kanye is crazy. He's bipolar, and he doesn't take any medicine. <laughs> <He's> Period. All- <laughs> the end.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Now, separate and apart from that, yeah, he might not be the best person. He's got some you know, self-identity issues. He lost his anchor, which is his mom. But just from the very base level line, he has bipolar— Uh, In California, he was held for 48 hours against his will in a padded cell, perhaps in a jacket.
1: But that's why he came
0: and got that nigga and took him to a padded cell.
1: Him and Drake should not be cool because Drake gave, from what I understand, he played his whole album for him. He explained the whole his son and the Adidas deal and the song and all. he he explained all that. And then Kanye took that and said, here, Prussian, use this against him in this battle and Oh, by the way, that the song that, that Drake wrote for me, I'm just going to keep that, but we're not going to help him with his record. It was, it was some 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 silliness going on. And um,
0: give that shit to Pusha T. He got, you know, big black Air Force One energy.
1: Yeah, but I, I wouldn't have. I think that he him now giving or professing his love or talking about how great his son is. I, I'm, I'm supporting it because. Honestly, he well,
0: got to at this point. Well, shit.
1: But I'm saying I'm not going to discredit him for not being sure in the beginning because he didn't even know. He didn't even know if that was his kid. I agree.
0: I, I don't know. I just find it interesting that, you know, that now it's the greatest thing in the history of things. And but, you know, nevertheless, my boy, my guy relatedly to Kanye not doing shit. He shouldn't do the legend top five dead or alive. Please fight me. We can fight about this shit. Andre Benjamin got caught up in some bullshit. Yeah, apparently uh, Kanye's folk, or hell, might have been that nigga himself. Kanye leaked a track that didn't make Donda. I don't know why. Shit, nigga had twenty-seven songs. What's another one? I know why. What's another one? Put
1: the whole damn hard drive on. I know why it didn't make it.
0: And so Andre Three Stacks is doing what he do. He just you know dropping knowledge. What he's been doing since he's been walking around the world playing that flute. Just fluting away. <laughs> flute, flute, flute. Flute, 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 flute. Flute.
1: I forgot about that. <laughs> make
0: no make no mistake about it. It's,
1: it's, not, it's not easy
0: to play a flute. It, it is not.
1: It isn't.
0: Like you get a harmonica. Go pick up a harmonica. Go try to be a blues man. Go pick up a harmonica. I dare you. That shit is difficult. It is. You go honk on bobo, whatever the fuck that, that uh, Aerosmith guy said about his harmonica. But yeah, so he yeah, out there. With, and it's not a small flute either. It's not one of them, you know, war of 1812. Piccolo. You know,
1: you know piccolo. No, this
0: is a big ass flute. <laughs> this is a flute that's good in any fucking tribe anywhere on this here planet Earth. So this nigga is just giving knowledge about stuff. And that hateful ass nigga Kanye done mixed in some disses in there that Andre Three Stacks apparently didn't know about. Now, Andre Benjamin said he didn't know about it. Uh, Given who Andre Benjamin is to the culture, given that Andre Benjamin has never been a part of any beef that I'm aware of other than the South not getting its recognition back in the early, not the early, back in the late 90s, you know, there was a deal about Atlanta not getting its recognition. And other than that, you know, Three Stacks don't got no beef. So I do believe this was some some BS on the part of Kanye uh, mixing in some shit. And then I guess at some point he realized, I shouldn't do this. This is bad. No. But that- then, of course, later that nigga said, oh, well, fuck you. Let somebody leak this and let them know.
1: That's not what So Andre happened. Benjamin, I'm sorry? That ain't what happened. Oh, what happened? Andre um, went to Twitter or somewhere to explain what happened. So the song did get leaked. I'm not sure if it was, I, th- I thought I heard originally it was by Drake. But um, How? I don't know. Hold on. Listen, But let, let, let me just explain what I'm saying, though. So Andre went to his Twitter and explained the reason why the song couldn't come out was because he pulled it. He said, I don't want this to come out. Can't do it. The reason why is because um, he did his verse first, of course, or, he, or either that or Kanye changed his verse to the diss shit. But that wasn't even the reason why. The reason why was because Andre wrote the verse using curse words. And then he found out after the album was about to come out that... Kanye was gonna edit all the curse words out. If you notice there are no curse words on the album, Kanye, Kanye, uh, he edited, he blocked out those words, so they're they're um, muted at the time of the curse words. Andre said, Well, that don't really work for me because my song, you have to have the curse words for it to make sense. It don't sound right if you if you mute my curse words out. So cut cut this song. It can't come out. I don't I no longer clear my name to be on the song. So they just pulled Boss the song. Move. So they just pulled I the song. Me too, because because it, because the, and if you listen to the verse, it's pretty. There's some pretty graphic moments in it that, but they matter. They're not just curse words for the hell of cursing. Those words actually are very heavy in the in the in the rhyme, and they're needed there. So I get you, what he, you mean. Andre
0: Three Stacks does what he does to any track he's on, and right. tells you some shit that you need to know.
1: That's right, and he knows the difference between art and commerce, and he's not willing to settle for commerce. He wants art, and because his art. Was going to be messed up with the edits. He's like, nah, "Pull that shit," and they did. Message and they did, but then they leaked it. So it makes sense. Message, message, yay! Right there. Yeah, real art. And Can't then Kanye go. came back and put the diss bullshit on there, and he was like, "I didn't know." He said first thing he said, "I didn't know anything about any diss. I don't. I don't have any problem with Drake. I would like to work with him too. Um, mm. Whatever. I work
0: with anybody." He started listing names of people he'd work with, and yeah. like. I'm like shit. Don't don't give it away, Andre. Three stacks. They let them come to you, right? Don't don't, you ain't got to big up these young bucks. They trying to get to where you where you at, right? Um, Yeah, man. I applaud that though. Speaking of of all right, so so just so in a nutshell, uh, I listened to CLB three or four times. Um, My expectations were Drake. I didn't expect anything but a Drake album, and that's exactly what Drake produced a Drake album. Wasn't nothing new, nothing groundbreaking. Drake albums, half emo shit, something for the ladies, and the other half, you know, old Drake. You know, because apparently that little nigga still exists somewhere. Uh, and so and and so he won me with the Houston stuff. Fuck it, it is what it is. Uh, whereas Donda I have not gone back, and I do not plan on going back because you know, out of twenty-seven songs, there are only two that I kind of liked, and I don't remember what the fuck they were. Whereas out of the, you know, CLB, you know, there are a lot of things that pass for music these days that I'm okay with. So, yeah. CLB. But getting back to, uh, so CLB has already broken Drake's streaming record uh, in half the time, maybe even less than half the time. We know what Drake does. He's going to be on the charts. He's going to chart, chart, chart. That's what he does. So I don't know how or why, but it seems whenever that nigga does anything, that shit's on the regular radio. All the time Yeah Non-stop
1: He's number one Tom on Billboard 200 right now
0: Yeah It's not gonna stop Yeah They're gonna be playing shit off like that uh, I'm Too Sexy I'm Too Sexy Isn't even one of the Isn't even in my opinion The best song on the album But you gonna get I'm They gonna sexy? play that shit
1: You mean Way Too Sexy right? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah Way Too Sexy uh, okay.
1: You, I, I'm, I'm, I wrote down the ones that you want me to listen to uh, Way Too Sexy is one you said was good
0: Yeah, it's called "Way Too Sexy," but it's a remake of "I'm Too Sexy." And gotcha. actually, on the song themselves, it says "I'm Too Sexy." So maybe they couldn't clear the entire name; they just called it "Way Too Sexy." But whatever, it's it's the remake of that "I'm Too Sexy" for this shirt. I
1: knew you liked that song. Yeah, you, you know, seem like kind really of it. first who liked that song. I'm just saying,
0: you know, I, <laughs> hey man, I I, I walk it out like I talk it a little bit. I get in where I live, but anyway. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, man. So that they're gonna play that shit all the way the fuck out, and right about the time they get done playing that, they will already have put something else in rotation. Uh, that other future song is probably going to make it in rotation. Little Wayne and fucked up. So I don't know if he can get little Wayne on the radio anymore. I don't know. I don't know. He done pissed off the wrong people. But any, any event, long story short, CLB certified lover boy, uh, the drakest of Drake albums. And it's going Drake, how Drake drakes. Uh, Kanye is going to steadily be air punching the air from here until the end of the year. But I got to say this. I got to say this. Aubrey, Obs, come here real quick and put a bug in here. ear. Uh, that nigga K. Dot coming this year. Kendrick Lamar is coming. So you can chart where you want to chart. You can get the awards that you have to pay for to get the awards, AMAs. But the critics, critics, The niggas that know what Five mics is, they waiting on this Kendrick. You know what it is. Ain't shit changed, Drake. Ain't shit changed. You can be the Michael Jackson of this shit just as long as you know Drake is the prince of this shit. I mean, not Drake. Uh, Kendrick's the prince of this shit. You can be Mike. Get out there with them zippers. Do the dance. Do the dance. You used to call me on the cell phone. Do your little dance. But understand that the substance of this shit for those that know that know, like my co-hosts, they wait on that Kendrick. And Kendrick's gonna deliver what they're waiting on. So the critics is waiting on Kendrick. Yeah. I digress. But speaking of clearing shit, <clears throat> B, do you know what Deion Sanders, uh fo- former football player, is doing right now, primetime? Do you know what he's doing?
1: Yeah, I think he's coaching Jackson State football. Team. Jackson
0: State at HBCU. Yep. And he's using all of his fame to turn a spotlight on HBCUs. I love it. I love Dion. Dion is actually my favorite football player, period.
1: So you said... I,
0: Thank I, I, God at I, one I, point he became a cowboy. Otherwise, that'd be fucking weird. But yeah, Dion's my favorite football player, period. He's probably my... He's in my top three, probably, of players of anything, period. You know, he's somewhere wedged between MJ and Kobe. Uh, but anyway, so he's using his... uh what do they call it? His ministry of uh, what, what do they call it? When you, when you make everybody feel good that you, everybody's going to get something. That's the ministry of what? What is that? That's the ministry of prosperity. It's heard- okay. prosperity ministry. He's bringing his prosperity ministry to cool. Jackson State. It's like God's got, God's got money waiting on you right now. Put your right. hands up in there and say yeah. You, put, you take that same hand, put it in your back pocket. You got to plant a seed. You plant a seed with the church and God's going to give it back to you tenfold. Because the more you give to the church, the more the Lord gives to you. Uh, anyway, so he's doing that thing. Uh, he's got the belief. You gotta believe. You know he's looking good. Got the teeth is white, bright white. Ain't none, nan, one of these rappers that got gold and diamonds teeth whiter than prime time. None of them, nan. You know nan. Uh, none of them. None of them. Right. He's looking good, smelling good. I can tell he smelled good from here. Looking good, got a, you know, got all got all the accoutrement of success, and he's sh- he's taking all of that. And he's putting it on Jackson State, I believe. Yeah, yep. Jackson State University. We're not gonna talk about bar stool. We're gonna let that shit slide. We'll save that for another day, because at the same, because you know, at the end of the day, Dion is using what he can use to get to where he wants to go, and I now see that. And so I'm not, we'll save Barstool for another day. Barstool, the owner of Barstool Sports is a, is a company that Dion is closely affiliated with. They do a television show based on his coaching. It's like a, it's like a hard knocks for Dion's uh, Jackson State people, which is good. Brings more eyeballs. And also right. he's got a podcast called 21st and Prime with Jamie Dukes. You know, I get it. I get it. But the guy that owns Barstool is fucking problematic. He's someone that says nigger.
1: Never, I don't even know
0: who this guy is. we saved save that for another day. All right. So he's going to keep fucking up. But Dion De- is using all of his relationships to accomplish what he's trying to accomplish. And right now, for me, it appears to be improving HBCUs. How do we know? Because he brought both his sons to the HBCU. One of them, uh, Shiloh, was a D1 athlete for... They had a scholarship and was a player on... Uh, University of Southern, Cal- uh, Southern Carolina, the Gamecocks, go Cox. He was a legit D1 player. He was slotted to be the, uh, the starter probably this year, but he transferred. Dion's other boy is pride and joy, Shadur Sanders, quarterback. Scholarships from almost every damn where. Florida State. Uh, he might have had one from Bama. Uh, he went. So Dion took his children, who he, obviously he had coached, throughout their time and brought them with him to jackson state all right man so if you know anything about dion dion's big and i don't swear did you know that b i didn't know that you did or you didn't i did not yeah B. that's one of his whole big things i don't swear at all ever and i've never heard him do so um but I was watching on... I, I follow him on Instagram and social media and uh, in general, and he asked for clearance. Cause going back to... you talking about clearance. He asked clearance from YG for uh, My Nigga, My Nigga. Are you familiar with that song?
1: I am. It's, it's, it's a, I like it.
0: See, I'm gonna arrive for my motherfucking niggas.
1: Yeah, Been outside for
0: my... Yeah. My nigga, my
1: nigga. My motherfucking cl- nigga. What do you mean you had to get clearance?
0: He wanted to be able to use it presumably for his bar stool. I understand now. At the time, I didn't really understand, but now I understand. He wanted to be able to play that on his, you know, hard knocks program about uh, Jackson State. Got it. And so, um, Dion, for those that don't know, he's one. He's the greatest NFL defensive back that ever lived, period. Fight right. me. Well, he can't even fight me. It's indisputable. Uh, he was so good, he didn't even have to tackle anybody. You know, he did one thing. He says, okay, you're not going to throw to my side. If you throw to my side, one of two things can happen. One, the pass can be completed. Or two, I'm going to score a touchdown the other way. And so for most people, it was not worth it to, to roll those 50-50 dice. So they didn't throw to his side. And when some idiot decided he was smart. he was going to skate uphill. And he's going to go and do his dance. Dion is known for his dance, too. He scored a lot of touchdowns and interceptions, a lot of touchdowns on punt returns. That's his thing. Anyway, so Dion is giving this speech to his boys. And I see this uh, the college football season has kicked off. Uh, and he's giving a speech to his boys. And uh, at the end of his speech, he says, Hit my music! And apparently my music is always the YG thing the, and the, my nigga, my nigga. That's always the end of his uh, of his speech before they go to play the game. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And I was watching his lips very specifically.
1: What it said say?
0: He did say, he did say nigga, but that's uh, OK. We can say that. I can say it. You can't say it. I can say it. We can say it. Right. But he he, you know, he did when it came to my motherfucking niggas, he did kind of just you know he kind of just kind of chewed on it. He didn't really say it. Right. So I, I thought that was, that was, that was pretty cool. He got, apparently he got clearance to do it. Cause it was, you know, he did blow it out on his social media and I'm sure it's on the show. So uh big up to Deion Sanders. I like what he's doing. He played uh Jackson state played Tennessee state. Yes. Uh, two days ago or yesterday. And the head coach of Tennessee state is Eddie George, the former um, NFL running back that played so long with the Houston Oilers. And then they became the Titans. Uh, Doesn't
1: he have a yards per uh, carry until record? the
0: time? Huh?
1: Doesn't Eddie George have a yards per carry record, or he did at one time?
0: Not no more. If he did, uh, he's you know he was a Heisman Trophy winner. He played for nine seasons. He was an All Pro. Um. Nevertheless, you know he ran into that crazy man Ray Ray, and and once he hit Ray Lewis in that playoff game, he was never the same. <laughs> um, wasn't took his soul. Is where it is. What it is. And now he's more, he's famous for being the husband of uh, one of the ladies from SWV. I forget which one it is. I think it's the most manly one. Taj. Might be Taj. Pretty sure it's Taj. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so he's now the head coach of uh, Tennessee State and they met up with uh, Jackson State and Jackson State put it on him. Uh, and so uh, really interesting to see. It's on ESPN. The eyes are coming. I hope that you know we continue uh, to have people look at HBCUs, it, it becomes a place that people of color want to take their talents versus the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Alabama's and the Clemson's because none of that shit works without us. None of it works without us. If our top talent decides to go stay, go to an HBCU, then the NFL comes where the talent is. Yeah. Period. The end. Is where it is. Um, the only issue I have, I think, is that the players get money from the boosters, and I don't think HBCUs are able to compete with that yet. So, those top flight athletes that go choose now to go to HBCUs, it is a principled decision. I know the new NCAA uh, rule allowing uh, players to have uh, advertisements and, you know, et cetera, might help. But they ain't nothing like a good old boy dropping off two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in a duffel bag, you know, on a Sunday. That
1: ain't gonna help. Here you go. It's not gonna help because those guys who are willing to drop that duffel bag off want you to be in Kentucky's eyes or Georgia's eyes, or
0: that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, not, they don't. want you to the to be problem, in Jackson see?
1: state's eyes. I need to be. I need to be on the on the the game of the week.
0: And nothing like somebody coming up to your mama with some house keys and your mama ain't <laughs> have a house before,
1: right? Oh, here, ma'am. Oh no
0: take this house <laughs> or giving your mama some car keys to a Tesla. Right. Who am I kidding? You're not a Tesla. Oh, shit. A uh, fucking Escalade.
1: Escalade. Yeah. More like it. Yeah.
0: It is where it is. It is what it is. But you know, nevertheless, some young men are making principal position, uh, decisions and we're slowly, but surely, uh, moving into a space we weren't before. So big up to Dion Sanders for doing that, using his fame to do that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and so I, I think that's a good thing. Uh, he ain't a perfect man. I'm never will say that he is. I disagree strongly with his gospel of uh, prosperity, uh, but nevertheless, he's he is doing some good. All right, B. Do you know your boy Vander Holyfield
1: fought? I saw something in the di- our Discord room about. Well, I saw Yesterday. his I saw his butt sticking up and his head through the ropes, so I don't know if he fought or not. But.
0: So that Mike Tyson shit, man. So Mike Tyson, I forget the name of it. Mike Tyson's got these fights, and he said he's gonna put more on. Uh, you and I both thought the next fight for Mike Tyson might be Tyson versus Holyfield. Right. Yeah, that was not a mm, that would have gone exactly the way I would have wanted it to go. Right. Because um, Mike looks like Mike, Mike. Uh, but Evander Holyfield fought Vitor Belfort, I believe. Vitor Belfort. In MMA, mixed martial arts, is a fucking capital G. Right. He's an OG. He's a Godfather. He's in that shit. He's a made man. Uh, he's he's you know, and so for you know, for whatever reason, he decided to participate in this, uh, in this boxing league, and he boxed Evander Holyfield and knocked Evander the fuck out. So B, <laughs> I'm sure he's just about uh, Evander's house is a hop, skipping a jump from yours. If you nope. could just go over there,
1: Rick Ross bought that.
0: Well, is he staying in a condo now? I mean, where is he? He's got to be in Georgia somewhere.
1: I don't know. He doesn't. He's not pub- He's not public anymore.
0: Oh. Well, hopefully, he's not in a, living in a conversion van with Tyrese. Though <laughs> so I gotta admit, you know, Tyrese ain't been knocked the fuck out since Baby Boy, so that might be. <laughs> I'd be some mentorship that, that could go <laughs> on there. Uh, so, Evander got knocked the fuck out. It's very sad. He's 60 or about 60. He yeah. should not be boxing. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time, this guy by the name of Sting. If you know, you know. He's 61. Uh, the WWE sat him down. He didn't want to be sat down. And he's now on AEW and he's wrestling. And it's fucking frightening. You're 61. It's done. Um, NFL kicked off this weekend, B. You know that right? I do. Cowboys lost.
1: I watched I watched the first half of the Falcons game. I didn't I didn't get to finish it.
0: He didn't miss anything.
1: Yeah.
0: It didn't go well. Yeah, I thought you guys were gonna get a new quarterback, but apparently. Nope. But you will be next I you will be in the draft, B.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm fairly certain you'll be
1: getting Yeah, I, mean, I told my wife we're not gonna do anything this year. Just you know, I'm watching for fun kind of or lack of you? fun. Are you? Are you, though? Is Todd Gurley still on the team? No, I don't think so.
0: He might be out of the league, then.
1: You got a Mike Davis running in the running back right now.
0: Yeah, I don't know who that nigga is. All right, so
1: (laughs) keep keep it pushing. (laughs) I
0: don't. (laughs) You don't either. (laughs) You only know that nigga's name. Where'd he go to school, B? You don't know. where he come from, B? Nigga, you you don't know. You just know he's on the team. (laughs) Uh, Like, where's Gurley? I don't know. But who's who's running the ball? This Mike Davis, dude. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, man. So uh sticking with music. The next verses be do you know what this next verses is gonna be? No in idea. In about five or six days. No idea. Okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you one of them and then you can try to figure out who you think they should match up. So it's gonna be hip hop. Okay. Now I don't know it's because this nigga pumped up locks and uh and and dipset so much. But they going to let this nigga be in versus Fat Joe. So it's Fat Joe at the Madison Square Garden again. I think that's a bad idea. At wow. the Madison Square Garden again. Fat Joe versus.
1: Fat Joe versus. I'm gonna,
0: and I'm not going to stop until you flabbergast flabbergasted. He's all right, nigga. All right, all right. All right, nigga, I don't know. Ja How, nigga?
1: Is that it? How? Is that it? That is it. Because I saw something online about Ja saying something about You Fat didn't Joe. say that part. I, I saw some fat ja-, ja Rule starting some kind of beef with Fat I was Like. Why would he start with Fat Joe? But when you said that, that it brought it together. So I, w- I, I would have never guessed that, though. Trust me.
0: I, I thought Ja Rule ja Rule was in, in was in the hero slinging business. You know, pieces of del- thinly sliced, delicious pieces of lamb in a pita <laughs> with you know tzatziki sauce, perhaps some red sauce, and a Caesar salad. But no, he's coming out of that game. Wow. To go against Joe. So so here's the problem I have, B. Between you and I, we can probably think of a grip of Jeffrey Atkins hits because that nigga in Murder, Inc. was just doing that shit Motown uh, Motown style for like, was it four years maybe? From like 99 until about, till 50 came out. 99 until 2002. Hit after hit after hit after hit. Maybe before 99.
1: Maybe like 98 or so. Mm, 98
0: was holla holla, wasn't that? With 98 holla holla? Uh,
1: I'm trying to think when ja Rule was on that uh, Jay Z record, because that's when I first heard of him, and right after that, it just that happened. was it. Was that it? Holla holla. Uh,
0: can I get a fuck you? That was 1999, though.
1: Oh, was it? Okay, well, it was right after that. So, whenever that yeah, was, it cool. just it just bust wide open. Then it was so
0: 1999 to about 2002 when uh, Curtis Jackson killed his entire career yeah. career with one shot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, you like making money, nigga? Not no more. Anyway, so... um, But like I said, B, that nigga got hits, 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 hits during that time period. Would you agree? Yeah. So they just kept rolling them out. It was like a fucking assembly line.
1: People say... It was, it was say Ja Rule. That, so, what was that? I would say people will pretend like that Ja Rule is, is like, lame or whatever, but if you put on a Ja Rule playlist you be like, oh, wait a minute. Forgot about that one. Oh, wait a minute. Forgot about that one. Oh, wait. Forgot about that one. Oh, it, you over mean, and
0: over. It's going to be, it's murder.
1: Hit after hit, like you said.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it's crazy how many hits he has. Yeah. He's got so many hits. You just going to have to take our word for it. If you don't know the hits that Ja Rule had from night from 99 to, to 2002, we ain't doing your homework. Yeah. Just go pull up any goddamn billboard list. List. You ain't got to be hip-hop and R&B. Any list. And Murder Inc. Uh, Murder Inc., uh, is on that shit. Ja rules either him and Ashanti, him by himself, him and J Lo, him and little, well, in house, him and Ashanti, him and Lil Mo. Uh, then it's him and J Lo on some shit. He told J Lo it was okay she could say nigga because you know she said okay you not really like Fat Joe you more like Menudo, but we're going to let you say it anyway because of the whole Diddy thing. Right. But in any event, uh, so he got hits. There's no question, no diggity, no doubt. Let's talk about Fad Joe.
1: Lean Back. Ja Rule's on that song. Is he? <laughs> yeah, he definitely is. <laughs> ja Rule's on Lean Back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't think so, man. Lean Back is a later hit. Lean Back is like in in the tens, isn't it? No, nah, nigga, J- J- uh, J- uh, no, no, you're wrong.
1: He's on the song Ooh, New I York. I am seeing in. that. I'm um, from New York, New York. He's on one of them with him.
0: Is that is that a is that a Fat Joe song though? or Is that on a remix? That's a remix.
1: Well, they count remixes though.
0: Yeah, you're right. They do. But the Lean Back is by far Fat Joe's most commercially successful song. Yeah. His second, by far, most com- commercially su- successful song has to be "Nothing
1: Can Stop Me." I'm all the way up. That's not his song either. He's a feature, though.
0: But he's a f- yeah. But that's he's claiming that yeah.
1: anywhere he goes. Yeah. Even though the price
0: yesterday's price is not today's price, <laughs> right? But today's price will include one performance of "All the Way Up." Uh. So those are the two songs. All right. So let's think of some other songs, B. Let's see if we can get to. T- because we're not going to do it with Ja Rule I feel confident that B feels confident That we don't need to do Ja Rule We're doing you a favor If, you're, if you, if you want to know if Ja Rule has these hits B and I are doing you a favor We give you some shit to do on a, on a Monday When the show comes out evening You're welcome You can go find out that, that nigga was really doing it Yeah, And you're going to find out that you might know some of these songs That's quite yeah. a few but as far as, as uh as uh, as fat joe goes, okay. So we got the last two hits, the most recent hits, all the way up, lean back. Okay. He has one song with Big Pun that was like a remake of uh of a Snoop and Dre song.
1: Deep cover or whatever.
0: Yeah, deep cover part two or some shit yeah, they Yeah, I call don't
1: remember it. the name of it. That wasn't a hit though, was it?
0: It was on B it was on Rap City, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's on B E T Rap City, so it could, it could have gone either way. Uh, could have been how big Ticket was feeling at the time. I don't know. Yeah. Uh hmm.
1: Uh
0: I'm going off the top of the dome here.
1: There was another there was another Murder Inc. Uh, record really, but I guess it was his record. Um what's love? Got to do. Oh, got yeah, yeah, do. yeah. So that's that's one where... Ja Rule's on its own too, though. It was a Murder 8 record. Got
0: to do. Got to do with it. <laughs> that's it, That'll bro. probably be there. That'll probably be one of their their finale songs together.
1: Big Happy, everybody together. Yeah, that's it, though. I can't think of anything else.
0: No, that won't be the finale. The finale will be either... Uh, the finale will be I'm All the Way Up. I'd put money on that. That's going to be the finale
1: song. Nah, so. in New York, I got 100 rounds, of 100 clips. Nigga, I'm from New York. That's got to be last. But that's Ja Rule on that song. Fat
0: Joe. That's a remix at best. And besides, they can't play that song again because the Locks and The Locks did that.
1: And John ja Rule was on that song too. That's what I'm saying. No, that's not a Nigga. remix. Oh, let me, Nigga, we, we got, got two and, and a half songs. That's not a remix. That's his record. I think it's just uh Can't be. Let me see. New York. Nigga, we got two and a half songs.
0: <laughs> Maybe three from Fat Joe. He can't just play a Big Pun's Punisher album. That don't count.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Fat Joe, Ja Rule, and Jadakiss. That's New York.
0: Well, then they can't play it again unless they just fucking around because the Locks already played that shit. It's
1: too close. And they played it in
0: response to to the Dipset's New York song.
1: Yeah, it's too close. But that's Fat Joe, Ja Rule. I don't know whose record it was on. Let me see what record that was on. Whose album it was on. Rule. So it had been Ja Rule's album. Yeah, that that was Ja Rule's album. That's fucked up. Two thousand four. See that's how <laughs> man. Ja Rule, Curtis, you know, thing, Curtis J- Jackson killed Jeffrey Atkins so bad. He got so tweet. many hits, man. Jaru got so many hits.
0: It's like this is my song, it's on my album. No, the fuck, it's not. It's like well, yes, it is. You look it's like well, it shouldn't be because <laughs> you suck.
1: Jaru has so many hits. Oh my god.
0: And the thing of it is, is a very brief amount of time. And even after Curtis killed him, he had one song clap back, and that was it.
1: I don't even remember that song. That's how bad. That clap
0: was. back. We going clap oh, back. Yeah. It was mostly the beat. It yeah. was mostly the beat. It was a dope beat.
1: Uh, hmm. Yo, he got so many songs. I'm telling you, it's, it's, this is not even gonna be a contest. You'd have to be a real hip hop hit. Just
0: get it popping. But are they gonna play an R. Kelly song for Fat Joe?
1: I don't even remember that.
0: I, Ooh, I forgot this one. Make it rain. That's a good one. That's, a, that's his oh, third Dickhead
1: yeah. yeah.
0: I need a wind Dixie bag full of money.
1: Yeah, yeah. He definitely. Wayne.
0: Mm, I'm just looking at
1: that Joe be creeping around those DJ Khaled records too. I think he probably got some other ones we just don't we're not thinking about.
0: No, I'm looking at them shit now, and I'm I'm struggling. <laughs> nope. Now we're getting to now. Uh yeah nigga, I don't know. I don't know what he going to do. I don't know what he going to do. You know, I'm not from New York. I'm not New York adjacent. If B don't know about it, I can't help you. I'm not from the Bronx. Whenever I was lived in New York and I found myself in the Bronx, it was, shit was and I wasn't at Yankee Stadium, and I knew I needed to get on the subway quick cuz I had no business being there.
1: We taking over, DJ Khaled featured Akon and Fat Joe.
0: Man, that's all later shit. That's all the
1: t- the tens, man. I'm so hood. DJ Khaled featuring um, Bad Joe was on that one. Yeah, I'm telling you, he's. Gonna, Isn't he's, that cheating though? He's, shit, he's gonna have some features that he because he hangs around that crew that does that kind of stuff. He's but gonna, Ja don't got features. Ja got his own that's fucking what I'm album. They, it's gonna be Ja's albums.
0: <laughs> Think got a fucking Tupac remake that I wanted to be all the way mad at, but I couldn't be all the way mad at. I was mostly mad at.
1: Yeah.
0: So much pain. By the way, you're welcome. Um. To
1: take
0: me alive and kidding high with my 405, yeah, man. So, no, so Josh, so, so Fat Joe gonna have to cheat. That's what we're getting at, yeah, pretty much. Fat Joe's songs won't have to be features, all of them, all of them,
1: yeah.
0: I'm looking at this shit, all uh, stressing, don't know what the fuck that is. Another day, don't know what the fuck that is. Your honor, don't know what the fuck that is. Love me a long time, don't know what the fuck that is, yeah. Yellow tape, don't know what the fuck that is. It's Instagram, not, that hoe, don't know what the fuck that is. Pride and joy, don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, another round. Uh, I'm not 100 sure. Says Chris Brown.
1: Meanwhile, look, look. Meanwhile, on Jeffrey Atkins, Gyral uh, Essentials on Apple. It's not even a real. It's not even a real album. This just what they put together. Always on time is number one. Always oh, on time. Put it on me, yep. featuring Vita. Mm-hmm. Mesmerize, mm-hmm. featuring Ashanti. Holla, holla. Can I get a? I'm real with J Lo. Between You and Me featuring Chris, that's Chris Brown, I guess. Wonderful, Ashanti, Ja Rule, and R. Kelly.
0: No, it ain't not Chris Brown.
1: Everything you do is between me and you. Who is that? It says featuring CH. Yeah, a lot of things you can do. It says featuring, huh? featuring CH. It doesn't have the rest of us. So I don't know. I just guess that was Chris. It's I not
0: know. Chris Brown.
1: Uh, Down Ass Bitch featuring Chuck. I don't know who the Chuck is. But Every dog needs a lady. I don't know. <laughs> ain't It Funny?
0: You're the I'm convinced.
1: Uh, New York, Living It Up with Case.
0: Don't forget that Bobby Brown song.
1: Thug Lovin'. <laughs> that's the next one. Uh, I that, wish
0: y'all could see the smile I just gave me on <laughs> yeah.
1: Yo, every single one of and them. And I know you're getting bored. <laughs> yeah. And that's Chilling the, with Phil. That's just oh, the one on the list. My, playlist. Loving my <laughs> straight that, thugging. That's good 15, 16 songs right there. And all of those you know. Yeah. And if, yeah. And those aren't not deep cuts. Yeah, that's not deep cuts, right? That's just that's mainstream shit. Those are not even, you know, the, these are just the high, high hits. He's
0: got other me- medium range hits. Right. Man, you know what's We you know what's sad about this shit? If it hadn't been for that for that fire festival shit, at some point down the line, we might have gave Jaw some flowers, but now we're not. Yeah, we, we not, can't. We're not gonna give him no flowers. We can't. Yeah. So nigga, this is this is gonna be some interesting shit, Joe. I think methinks it shouldn't be at the Madison Square Garden, but Okie dokes.
1: I wonder, is that why that um that that uh snitching thing came out recently with Fat Joe like he was in preparation for this like maybe he has an album coming out on the heels of this or something
0: I don't know I'll be honest with you I only weird I only follow Fat Joe for funny stories okay if he's not talking about some funny stories I don't give a fuck cause he's weird strange strange looking cat but what's going
1: on that beard
0: yeah it's it's, it's there's some fucking um, Beijing stuff going on in there that doesn't need to be
1: but right, I think right, Bijan, right. I think Bijan though it only works it doesn't ever work, but it only works if there's something there already. You can't just paint on skin like that's just weird as fuck. I got a lot
0: of social media time that says you are wrong, B. <laughs> you
1: can't just paint on skin, my nigga. Yes, you there can. has to be <laughs> some hair there that you're that you're supplementing. You know what I'm saying? It has to it has to make the no, hair that's there look no, thicker. No, sir. And maybe you get you're a li- thinking- <laughs> maybe there's a line that you fix, but you don't just like get bare. You don't shave like them you niggas will shave. You get outside the
0: box, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> them niggas will shave and then put vision on her. Or- where a beard should have been. Like, no, nigga. You
0: gotta get outside the box,
1: dude. No. <laughs> Fuck no.
0: It's power of belief. If you believe it, you can achieve it. Uh all right, more music. Aaliyah, self-titled al- album Aaliyah came out on, on Apple Music. Uh so that so Aaliyah, one in a million, and uh what's the first one?
1: Uh with the back and forth on it. Yeah, um,
0: her, all three of her albums are on amazing. on Apple right now, and I've
1: been hearing uh, a lot of it streaming out on satellite radio too.
0: So, B, I don't want to do this because you know how much I love Aaliyah. Yep. If she were alive, she's on that short list of people I would leave everybody in my house for. I'd say, hey, put your mom on the phone. Daddy's never coming home.
1: I hate to even say the name of the fucking album. AJ, nothing but a number. That's so depressing. Go ahead.
0: Yikes. Yikes. And there's more of his songwriting on Aaliyah. I realized that when I was listening to the album, yeah. You can figure it out. And I even even somebody like me, I can figure out R. Kelly's song style and writing style. So there's a few right. songs on there that are clearly uh, Robert Kelly's style. Um but B on Black and Both Sides, we give real shit, don't we? We don't sugarcoat it. We don't water it down. We do our best. We tell you what it is. So, B, I ain't heard of Leah's self-titled album in a while. Hadn't. So, B, when I went to college, there was this place I like to go to get these great tacos. It was so good. Tacos and queso and chips. Mm mmm, that shit at the spot every time. The time was usually about 3 a.m. after a long night of drinking. And it just made this memory in my mind of how great it was. Recently, I took my wife back to my old stomping grounds. And we went to the place during the daytime. And we hadn't been drinking.
1: <laughs> yeah. I have these stories. I have many of these stories.
0: And my wife's like... <laughs> This is the shit you're talking about? <laughs> this is whack. These tacos ah, is whack. This queso oh, is, I don't, it was this Velveeta. I don't know what the fuck this is. These chips is stale. Yeah. That's a long winded way of me saying that in our minds and our memories, we romanticize things. It's not maybe how they were. It's how we wanted them to be. And also when we get older over time, our tastes change. Yeah. You should, you should not be the same person you are today as you were five years ago, 10 years ago. 15 years ago. Right. 20 years ago. 20 years ago was the last time I intentionally listened to the Aaliyah self-entitled album. And I was sad when I listened to it because she, she had just died. It was a whole to-do. It was fucked up.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Now there's the hits. Uh-oh. What are you about to do? The hits Cook. we know. Are you, sure, uh, you, want, you sure you
1: want to go down this road? I you don't want know. down this This is dark. This is dark. It's cathartic. This is it's, dark. cathartic.
0: it's rock the boat. Uh, there's a, uh, we need a resolution. Uh, try again. And so here's what I've noticed in my going back into Aaliyah's discography.
1: She wasn't that good. Her vocals... Oh, this is juicy, man, listeners. If you could just look at the, the the anticipation is on my face right now because you know we've always had this argument, and I don't know how long ago you started listening to Black on Both Sides, but for the entirety of Black on Both Sides and some of No Nonsense Show, me and Kunta used to argue in the back in the Slack room about how talented said artist was. Aaliyah is one of his tops. And I was like, uh, I like Aaliyah a lot. She's a cute girl, but I don't think she was as good as you're saying she was. And he used to fight me, argue me, beat me down that this woman was the truth when it came. She was the R in R&B. Here's the problem. Here's where I knew there was an
0: issue. <clears throat> and it's not on the Aaliyah album. It's just this where the, the 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 water start trickling a little bit. She did a remake of Choosy Lover. Yeah. And see, I've been on a fucking Isley Brothers kick since they was on Versus. I don't have shit to listen to. I'm going to throw on the Isley Brothers. Okay. I get in the shower. I'm going to throw on the Isley Brothers. Man, I done listened to Voyage to Atlantis a billion times. Right. So, Choosy Lover, I recently heard it by The Originator. I don't know what we were doing with auto-tune at that time, B. I can't speak to that. You probably could. I know that at one point, Aaliyah had a very strong voice.
1: When? What was that show
0: uh, that you could go on?
1: Putting on the hits? Something of the, huh? <laughs> Putting on the hits? No, no, no. Oh, not uh, a lip-sync song? You're talking about where they actually sing? Yeah,
0: you singing if you, uh something of the stars. I forgot what it was. I don't know. When you and I were growing up, there's there was a show that people would come on to sing. Star Search. Star Search, yeah. Yeah.
1: When she was on Star Search Dang as God. a little girl, she had a very powerful f- voice. Get the fuck out of Star Search, my nigga. That's once in a lifetime. You you giving it your all your adrenaline is running. Aliyah has never been a strong Stop. singer. Let,
0: let me finish this. Okay. So okay. <laughs> So I'm listening to Choosy Lover. Okay. It's just out of her reach. She's reaching for it, but she can't quite get there. And the problem is she's a woman. She can't get to the heights that Mr. Big is getting. And I don't understand why. Maybe she didn't like the song.
1: I don't think that's it for that particular song. I think it's because of the person that was helping her with that record. Could be. R. Kelly is that nigga when it comes to that production. And he did At Your Best. I love the, her version of At Your Best. But I'm talking about
0: this remake.
1: That's, At Your Best was a remake. And it was an Ozzy version no, remake.
0: Back. Okay. Choosy Lover? I didn't know that. Go check that out. But this Choosy Lover remake. You never heard
1: the Ozzy version of At Your Best?
0: I will when we get done
1: podcasting. Very nice record. It's going to become one of your favorites. So...
0: She's missing the mark on Choosy Lover, and I don't know why she's as far away from the mark as she is. Put a pin in that. Okay. So I'm listening to the self-entitled Aaliyah. I just gave you the hits. The hits are uh, Resolution, More Than a Woman, Rock the Boat, and... um, Try again. um, Try again. Are you that someone still slaps, as they say in the yay area? Okay, so those are the hits. And we're not going to talk about the quality of those hits. We're going to talk about everything else that's in the album. The content is disturbing. The content is that of a a woman who's being in an abusive relationship. Oh, wow. There's a lot of songs that tend to trend to, um, they're not empowerment. They're like, you know, they're kind of, Please, please like me. You should like me, please. I'll do whatever I can for you to like me. Don't hit me again. I said you're not going to hit me again. And so you did. So now I have to move on. But so the content, I don't believe is hers. Full stop. I don't believe it's her content because I never knew her to be a songwriter and I don't think she ever did. Now the vocals, even on the hits, they're poppy, they're repetitive, they're simplistic. On the hits, there's almost nothing in the way of lyrics. Nothing, really. The song title is mostly the song on Aaliyah. Now on One in a Million, it's a little bit different. But on Aaliyah, it was supposed to be her best album at the time. So here's what I'm prepared to say. I think that at some point her vocals changed and became less important. And I think at some point she went full pop, which happens. And realized that I don't have to really exert a lot of energy in singing every note. I can just get close enough, and it'll be fine because I'm a goddamn, you know, I'm a movement now. So that made me sad.
1: I just looked; she didn't write one record on that album. Not surprising.
0: So that made me sad to come to the realization that at her height, and yeah, it wasn't really about the, the 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 vocal quality. It was more about. The I am a movie star. I am a celebrity. I am. And so, B, I know you feel a similar way about Beyonce, but Beyonce's vocal quality has not really dropped.
1: Her vocals are really good.
0: Whereas there is a noticeable drop from Aaliyah's first album. You kind of get it in the second album. And then from the second album, One in a Million of This, it's a cliff. It's a whole cliff. I don't know what was being done with auto-tune. I don't know.
1: But but, I, but that's what I was kind of, that's kind of what I was getting at way back in the day. We used to argue all the time was that if you look at the embodiment of it, the whole thing, I, it's not as great as we're like pretending that it is. That's all I was saying. Like there was a lot, there was a lot to be desired when it came to Aaliyah. Now, saw, potential so, so, was, was out through the roof.
0: But she sat that down for some reason. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know I'm just from a vocal perspective it seems like she uh, that became less important. Yeah. I don't know how else to say that it became less important.
1: No, you're right. All those hits were just the hook. The one on that Ali It They were just a hook and it was it Repeat wasn't it. it wasn't difficult hooks. They weren't difficult hooks. It wasn't difficult movements. It was just, you know, something you could chant along with and get along with and there was a little dance move that went with the videos were really bright and and energetic but there wasn't really much meat there.
0: So I don't know if she agreed to be this way, but at some point it seemed that she became a vehicle for music that was not her own. That's what I want to say. And so that made me sad. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not the same guy I was when I first heard these things. But, you know, <clears throat> you can't you can't walk in the same, it's the you can't step in the same stream twice and you cannot, you cannot. There are some songs that I have personal memories with and they will always be great to me. One in a Million, four-page letter, uh, Hot Like Fire, I could listen to that, and the remix all goddamn day, no problem. Um,
1: I wonder, uh, you know, just talking about this, I wonder what the next four albums would have been like. Like, you know, like, I, there's somebody that I really, the, the only person that I can say that, you know, if I had to give one person who, could, who would I want to see progress their career, I'm thinking everybody would say Tupac. I would say Tupac also, but I think everyone would say Tupac. But Ali would probably be an interesting one also, though, now that you've brought all this to light.
0: See, this is going to be a special episode of Black on Both Sides. So I'm going to disagree with you. Oh, wow. I would want to see Biggie's... I would want to see what Biggie would do.
1: Yeah, but that's because you have... That's that's negative, though. You're being an asshole. No,
0: no, no. No, it's not negative. I feel like he had more stories to tell.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you were about to say he wasn't as talented as,
0: as... No, no. Like, Tupac... It was going to give us more of what we had. No, I think whatever T-pop, the no. social thing
1: at the time was, he's going
0: to talk more and more and more about that in a very relevant way.
1: I don't think so. I think he was going to change. I don't think he was going to be a rapper. He wouldn't be a rapper now, but he would long ago have left Why rap. Should he be 50 now. He ain't Snoop raps because. Jay Z raps. Uncle Snoop raps because yeah, huh? Jay Z still raps. He's, he would not have been that. He would have been. Does mu- he, though? He would have been much more than a rapper at this point.
0: Does he rap or does he get bored and drop and leak something out? No one knows. (laughs) Four, four, four. (laughs) I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, But, but, but yeah, I, I'd, I'd want to, I'd like another actual album from Biggie. Right. Tupac had so much material. I feel like I'm okay. The only thing I wish Tupac did was live. Right. And whatever he became from that, would I would love to have seen that. But from a musical perspective, he, we've had so many of his, you know, I feel like I know where he was going musically.
1: You know, okay, so Boosie the other day said um, in an interview that Tupac wouldn't have went for this shit today. What's going on with everything. I really would like to have known what Tupac, how he really would have, I don't think it would have been what Boosie said, honestly. I think Boosie is just saying something. Who? Boosie. <laughs> Boozy who? Badass.
0: <laughs> boozy badass got a song with goddamn uh, little Duval, boozy? <laughs> Listeners, I'm, I mean, look away awful. for a minute. B, we are not going to talk about boozy badass on this program unless we are obviously making fun of boozy badass. <laughs> you just going to quote this nigga boozy like he's a reputable source of any goddamn thing? Well, he, boozy, huh?
1: <laughs> he said it on a mainstream platform that everybody heard, and so that 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 sparked people saying things. I don't believe that Tupac would have been so against uh, changes in in culture. No, he's creative. He was a, he was an open minded, creative person, always was. Right. So I would really be interested in hearing how Tupac felt about the changes that that culture has made, and you know, Black Lives Matter, uh, Corona, and and conspiracy theories about killing off the popular. Like I would have loved to have heard his take on all of that, because I think he would have had a refreshing one that, um, that would I'm have been
0: afraid that nigga might be like Dr. Umar Johnson. I'm not going to lie to you. Really? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like the older he got, yeah. Particularly after surviving so much shit, I think he would become even more revolutionary and withdraw from people who were not. So black lives matter he would say, well, you're not going far enough. This is too commercial. You really yeah. want change? You don't. Um, I agree. Uh, COVID, uh, he'd be full nation of Islam. Yeah. You know, what's really happening here? You know, they've, they've poisoned us with these vaccines. You know what happened? Tuskegee experiment. You yeah. just can't believe it. because.
1: But that was, uh, he was his 20s. that was Tupac in his twenties. That was Tupac in his twenties. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I think he was like Dick Gregory.
0: Me. There you go. He'd
1: be like Whoa. Dick Gregory. Whoa. Dick Gregory is a G, though. I am. I'm not gonna lie to you. Dick Gregory is a G. I'm not sure that that everything was still clicking, but Dick Gregory is a G. I don't. I don't discredit a lot. I of believe ben that's Gregory.
0: where Tupac would have went. Wow. I think that he would have. He would have regressed back to how he was raised, which was the son of, of Black Panther. Panthers and revolutionaries. Yeah. He would have. I believe he would have gotten past the bling and the bullshit. I believe he would have gotten past. They all do. Those that live do. Jay Z did. Yeah. Even though Jay Z now a billionaire, but still, you know, he's he's gone on record many, many, many times. It's corny to hold up money on social media. It's, that's not what it's about. Right? Generational wealth. I'm not talking about that. I ain't talking about that. Nipsey, who didn't I believe Nipsey was older than Pot. Pa- yeah, he was when he died. Nipsey had gotten past that. Sure, right. he said he had enough chains because he was still a rapper. But his regular, regular, everyday message create your own wealth, buy back into your community. Right. So I think Pac would have gotten past that. I think he would also gotten past thug life. I think that would have fallen away too. I think. Absolutely. So Dick Gregory is my trajectory for, for Tupac. Now, Biggie though, he had more stories to tell. Absolutely. And I feel like some artists, we feel like we're cheated because they had more to give us. We didn't get it. You know, you got, you know, people like Prince and Jimi Hendrix and Pac, so prolific, so much shit. Like Nipsey Hussle, I keep saying him because, you know, he's on the West Coast. Nipsey, I don't think there's anything left of him. I think his last album was him transitioning to be who he was supposed to be. And there are not many more, there's not much more music left. That sucks.
1: Yeah.
0: Whereas like uh, Amy Winehouse, she had more great albums to give us. Right. And and she didn't make, and there's no more footage that we know of. There's no more recordings that we know of. Right. That sucks. Biggie. Obviously, if there was anything left, they would have given it to us. Instead, they repackaged uh An awful, awful album. Dead or alive. Over and over and over and over again. Different track, same lyrics.
1: Yeah, it was awful. That uh, all the all the stuff they did after. Uh life after death is bad. Yeah. I like life after death though. A lot of people didn't.
0: Well, you should because you heard it eight million more times going forward. And it it it, they just read they just took those lyrics and put them over new tracks three or four times. But I digress. So Aaliyah, I'm not sure where she would have went. Based on what I can see on paper, I believe she would have left music. Acting? I think she was wanting to become an entertainer and in the movies, and she'd have been serious with that. Yeah, I think she would have. You know, you think she was a good actress? I think she would have gone to reverse J Lo.
1: You think she was a good actress though? See, here we go again because I don't think she was a good actress either.
0: Better I mean, than Beyonce.
1: Yeah, every, I'm better than Beyonce.
0: I think that's where she was going to focus her talent. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah you ever hear an album so good you had to stop listening to it because she wasn't in the right frame of mind to finish it yeah a few times I I just did that recently with what Common has a new album
1: Common? yeah Huh.
0: and he's rapping rapping like Common Common
1: Common Sense Common
0: Common Sense Common and i was like shit man i i ain't got no sage nowhere yeah i got on i got on on jordans that are you know made from <laughs> child labor in vietnam or some shit you got
1: to do better listen to that record like you got yeah man
0: <laughs> you know shit man i ain't said ashe ah, in 6 months i don't even know i ain't said nothing about nan ancestor i can't listen to this right now but it's good I'm only two tracks in and I see what it is and I just got to get in a better mental place. Next time we record, I'll have something to say about it, but he's rapping, rapping. Oh wow. No gap involved here. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, New York fashion week. Why is Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook of the Lakers now wearing a goddamn dress? Kilt. I said what I said.
1: I Is it kilt a dress? It's not. Is it kilt a skirt? I, well, I mean, I guess it would be considered a skirt, but it's a man's skirt.
0: But he's not Scottish.
1: He's definitely not Scottish.
0: Jordan Clarkson, you people may not know. He's another basketball player. Reigning sixth man of the year.
1: I don't uh, know what the hell he all. got on. That's not just that's not just a, a kilt. There's something underneath there that's because it's floor Problematic, too. <laughs> like, there's a, there's another thing underneath the, the, the kilt that's probably— First of all, the kilt looks like a, a a prep school kilt, too. It's like uniform shop kilt. But then there's something underneath there, too, that you can see peeking out the bottom. It's like, what is that?
0: Nigga, I don't know. I grew up listening to UGK and 8-Ball right. MJG. I right. don't know what to say about any <laughs> of this None
1: of this shit, bro.
0: I don't know, man. I'm just—
1: I'm a dinosaur.
0: I'm just—I'm just—I seen it? I'm talking about it. We moving on. Um, your girl name was Naomi Osaka. Didn't wasn't in the uh, U.S. Open? Did you know that?
1: Who cares? I'm tired. She's
0: taking a she's taking a break from tennis.
1: She doesn't even deserve it anymore. So whatever. So I'm taking a break from tennis. This break.
0: I'll be back when I'm back.
1: Yeah. Whatever. And hopefully you're still good. Eh? What does
0: good mean? I don't know. Those are your standards. Right. Right. It's not Naomi's standards. Exactly. Millennials, we. If you talk, Shikari Richards, he came in fourth in some shit. So fourth that. is better than ninth.
1: Yeah, yep, I saw that. You know, so is
0: she? Is she positive is, trajectory? I
1: guess. Is is she still clapping like this? That's sound like one race, and y'all don't know nothing about Shikuri. Y'all don't know nothing about me. I'm yeah.
0: I she lost me with the Kool Aid hair. Sorry, um, I can't lie to you. Uh, anyway, um, get real serious. Get up out of here. So uh remember we were wanting justice for a few people a while back. And after everything that's happened, we forgot about all the people we were asking justice for, Brianna Taylor Brianna Taylor and et cetera. Well, a few people have gotten some measure of accountability, because I'm not gonna say justice. Okay. So remember Elijah McClain, he was the young boy on the spectrum in Colorado. Yep. Clearly on the spectrum. Different type of dude uh, who was subdued by Colorado police, and then um, what's the right word? Tranquilize is not the right word, but Euthan- they,
1: uh, they, <laughs> yeah, they just
0: they didn't, well, they wound up euthanizing him right. inadvertently. Uh, he was given a uh, medication uh, to, I guess, put him down, put him out. Well, both the Cops and the, uh, the, uh, I guess we'll call them, uh, ER people, uh, ambulance drivers.
1: EMT. EMT's, they've been
0: charged. Right? Hmm.
1: The EMTs.
0: The EMTs. They've, they've been charged, uh, with, I believe it's manslaughter. Ooh. And so we'll see where that goes. I mean, it's a step in the right direction.
1: Yeah. It's a long time I mean, coming. he's been
0: dead for two years, right. but okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then, uh, Aubrey, uh, Justice for Aubrey, uh, in Georgia, the, uh, the, uh, the, the man that was jogging right. in Georgia, and, and then some good old boys decided he didn't fit. And not only did he not fit, but hey, let's make an example. So the prosecutor, former prosecutor who had some relationship with, you know, some of the one or two of the individuals right. that are, of interest and then wound up being, uh, you know, arrested and, uh, uh, indicted. Indicted is not conviction. Um, the prosecutor has been charged with, I don't know if it was obstruction of
1: justice. What? I thought he, I thought he, um, what is it called when you pull yourself back? Um, recusal. I thought he recused himself. It's a she, no. What? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm confusing some stories, maybe.
0: Maybe. Um, so, you know, these are some levels uh, of accountability um, in the, um, you know, in Elijah McClain case and then Ahmaud Arbery. Uh, so the former district attorney was indicted for interfering with the arrest of one of the men involved. Wow. What a dickhead. Uh, her name is Jackie Johnson. Dickhead. Uh, I think it, misconduct charges. Huh. Uh, she was arrested, I think, four days ago.
1: Dickhead!
0: Oh, that's not true. She was arrested last last week. She was arrested. So these are some measures of accountability. There was that one. Not,
1: there was that one. Also, um, Botham John or whatever. That lady got um, her appeal got denied, so she's in prison. Oh, that's
0: not surprising. That yeah, was, she's. <laughs> you're, right. You're, not gonna, not down, that. you're right. There are some. I'm not going to downplay that. You're right. There's some glimpses. It, that was a longest of long shots. Uh, B heard about the Texas abortion uh, law that went into effect.
1: Vaguely, I, I've seen it. It's, six you know, weeks. Yeah, if you it's only, after you only six, have weeks six weeks, then
0: you know you can go to jail. Uh, if you know someone that's getting an abortion after six weeks and you provide information that leads to an arrest, you get ten thousand so dollars bounty.
1: God dang!
0: Yeah. Uh, so that went into effect in Texas about a week or so ago. Yeah. Uh, there was an emergency, uh, proceeding submitted to the United States Supreme court. The court decided not to take it on an emergency basis, which allows this law to go into effect until it works its way up. Yeah. Through the slow process. In the meantime, there's always already been noted uptick. In the surrounding states, Arkansas, Oklahoma, of people coming, leaving Texas, fleeing Texas to obtain abortions after six weeks. I am not a woman. uh, But what I can read and, and what my understanding is that a lot of women may or may not even know or suspect to be pregnant. Six weeks. In six weeks. Right. So this challenge is going to go up eventually. I don't know what's going to happen. The United States department of justice is saying it's going to prosecute or bring suit against people who try to enforce this law as being against the constitution. And that's where it is right now. (sighs) Let me explain. So
1: that's tough though.
0: The Supreme court, the role of the Supreme court is to tell, is to determine whether something is fits within the laws as presently written or not. Right. The Constitution. It's constitutional or not. Right. There is a sense that when this thing gets up because of the Trump appointments, which are three ultra ultra conservative evangelicals. The last two were at least, I don't remember the third one, but the last two are definitely evangelicals. Right. There is a sense that Roe v. Wade will come down. Because they will chip away, carve away, or somehow or another twist themselves into a pretzel to say that our current understanding of Roe v. Wade is wrong. And that somehow or another the states can decide when they will limit uh, and how they will limit abortions. So the way that Texas law is written, it's not a prohibition of all abortions. Because that would be unconstitutional. Right. It's a prohibition of abortions. At this point, six weeks. No exceptions for rape or molest- molestation. Uh, Governor Abbott was asked, why not? And he reiterated that, well, first and foremost, Texas is going to do everything it can to prosecute rapists. As an aside, Texas leads the country in, in rapes. So <laughs> wow. So go ahead and Google that, Gregory. Um, this is a problem. Uh, B may feel differently, but I take the view that men probably shouldn't make laws regarding women's bodies. Just yeah,
1: don't agree. I don't probably, agree with you on that one. You don't No. Okay.
0: Well, we'll just agree to disagree. I just don't think that a group of white men or men in general need to decide, you know, what women should do with their bodies. You know, what that's called, that's called the Taliban. That's, that's called the Sharia. That's called the, <laughs> that's, that's Islamic law at the Furthest conservative end no, which i thought was a bad thing.
1: I don't but. agree with that 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 statement you just made either. That's not what that is. You we 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 have lawmakers that we elect to make laws for all of us, not for men or Key women. Keyword
0: elect. Elect. Okay. You know, we've talked about gerrymandering in the past.
1: Yeah, okay, but since right in the now weeds, in
0: Georgia the weeds people done. are pissed be that you you. Yeah. Didn't vote the way that they wanted you to vote, which was for you not to vote. Right. As a result, they have now they're making it harder for people like you to vote. Well, not you, because of the neighborhood you live in. They probably won't be trying to get you. They're trying harder to make people who they don't want to vote to vote so that the elected officials are the appropriate elected officials. Right. So, you know, so that elected official idea that you're saying, I don't, I don't.
1: It's not it that black
0: and white, man. It's not but, that but, black and, no, no, Well, but, actually, it is black and white.
1: But it can't. But you can't say that and then also say things like this: the Taliban and Sharia law. That's it's not that black and white either. That's what I'm saying. There's well, a lot right of conservatism.
0: Here. There's a lot if of you gray. go far right. Uh, far right. Male. It's not male supremacy. But far it's right. Not. Male dominance. Whatever. It's not. It's not that either. That's not supposed to be the world that we agree to in these United States. Okay. We don't, you know, a lot of things are going on. It's not supposed to be where we thought we'd be in 2021. Yeah. But here the fuck we are going backwards.
1: I don't think that anyone should make a, a rule for somebody else's body. You know, my body, my choice that women are always saying, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. But if we elect lawmakers and those are the laws, you know, we can't we can't pick and choose which laws we're going to allow them to, to vote on for us.
0: And that's the hypocrisy, because on the one hand, it's my body, my choice. And they say No. On the other hand, it is my body, my choice, not in this uh, abortions. No, not your body, your choice. Right. Wearing a mask. Oh, my body, my choice.
1: I agree on all of it. All of it's wrong. It's, if we're talking about my body, my choice, though, vaccine, same. It's, that's all wrong. But if, if uh, we elect law, lawmakers and lawmakers make this, turn this into law,
0: you still stuck on that elect word.
1: Well, because that's what we have. We we can we can the gray area exists, absolutely. But at the end of the day, it's still not saying that a, a man shouldn't make a law for a woman, that's we're we're getting so far in the weeds at that point. Like that's just that's that's ridiculous. We're supposed to we're supposed to elect the proper people to put into those offices so that they're gonna make good choices for women the or for the The system
0: for elections is broken. And the one time that it worked, now they're like, oh shit. When did it work? In pieces. The Democrats were not supposed to take Georgia. And because the Democrats were not supposed to take Georgia, and they did take Georgia, the Georgia State House is, by and large, Republican. Right. And the Republicans have now put in laws to restrict voting in general, which has a disproportionate effect on certain communities who traditionally have already always had problems voting. right? And because in the pandemic... It was easier for people to vote. By the way, in a democracy, it should be easier for people to vote, not harder. Otherwise, it's not really a democracy.
1: Agreed.
0: So everything post this last election cycle has been uh, a a reaction by the conservative right, particularly the Republican Party, specifically the Republican Party, has come to realize that they do not represent the majority of Americans' views on many things, particularly. Primarily social things, social justice things, and to continue to maintain power and to continue to win elections, elected versus winning an election. They're taking all manner of things they can, steps they can take to ensure that it's harder for people to vote than easier. Gambling that their constituents will go through all the hoops and show up and vote. Gambling that people, like you used to be, will, will go back to what they were doing before and saying, well, you know, it doesn't matter. Right. Well, but I w-
1: it does it, matter. You'd be hard-pressed to say that you believe Georgia and the way the Republicans are acting in Georgia does not completely mirror and identically mirror some other states in the Democratic Party in those states. I think that there's, there's corruption and some, there's wrongdoing across the that's a different thing. Across the entire board, all of it, whatever, whatever you're saying that the Republicans are doing, there's there there. I'm sure if with proper research and the ability to look through all the the red tape and everything, the bureaucracy talking
0: about social freedom specifically. Okay, well, I mean, each party is going to do what that party can do to ensure that that party retains power. The issue is that there's clearly one party that wants to restrict rights to a certain way that generally reflects white Anglo-Saxon Protestant male views on I what society should be. I absolutely
1: don't agree with that. I think that most black people were conservative until Trump became a... Became the face of the Republican Party. I think that they don't understand what conservative means. So they've been told, no, you're a liberal, you're a Democrat, but they don't realize most black people are, are evangelical. Most black people are stuck in the ways of, of what they're. Most black people are conservatives. Politically, they don't know what that means. I,
0: I clearly said white Anglo-Saxon Protestant male. I, I agree. But what that's I'm, the worldview.
1: But what I'm saying is, when we're talking about conservatives and liberals, or Republicans and Democrats, I think that a lot of Black people politically just don't have any idea.
0: Okay, that's a different question. That's a different okay. topic you're talking Fair about. Enough. And I would even go f- so far as to say that you're right. Fair enough. Based on on Christianity in this country, that most Black people who are view themselves as religious, aspire, uh, as, you know, subscribe to even, uh, Christianity, and I'm not going to say evangelical but Protestant Christianity.
1: The piece we're talking right. about—the piece we're talking about—is actually the, sub, the suppression of votes, though, based on race or zip code. And you're right; in Georgia, that is clearly something that the Republican Party—it's been proven and shown that they're doing. And,
0: and that's uh, in every state. See, here's the interesting thing. Well, I thought we were just talking
1: m- about Georgia, but yeah,
0: for most states, for most states, the state houses, the state legislatures are in or run by republicans but you you superimpose that with the fact that most people take more liberal views on social issues most people than the conservative views of those in control of these state houses and if you follow that up that means you get a minority of people who are out of step with the majority of people making the rules but is that true on social issues but
1: is that true is it true that on social issues most people are liberal i don't know i think that's just the loudest people are the loudest people are well, liberal well, i agree with that well
0: that's too broad it's too broad of a brush so if you want to go issue by issue that's different i'm right. saying okay. for example two two out of 3 americans believe that it's a woman's uh, abortion law should be left the way that it is whether they agree that you should get Say one, that again. a woman should have one or not. Say that again. Two out of three Americans agree that the Roe v. Wade should stay the way that it is. That's a po- that's one of a couple polls I saw. Uh, not that they agree with abortion, but right. they agree that it should stay the way that it is. Meaning, People that I know I don't, I don't agree, agree with. I don't agree with you doing it. I don't agree with it in general, but if you do it, you know that's your choice to do it, but I don't agree with it.
1: I would agree Uh, with people that that, I know. Yes, that's two out of three, but I don't know if that's the case everywhere in America, but I do agree with you that the people I know, yes.
0: So that also includes a sizable chunk of these, uh, black evangelicals. Uh, I, I was raised black evangelical. Um, and the few times where that topic came up, uh, when the rubber met the road, it's a decision that you should make on your own. um, that's not what's happening with a lot of these uh, conservative officials who are, who are in power and who have been elected, usually based on some incredible gerrymandering. I'm not saying both parties don't engage in gerrymandering because that's not true. But I will tell you, Jim Jordan, uh, a, sycopan, a sycophant of Trump and just a generally horrible human being. Because he, you know, some people, some boys were sexually molested on the uh, wrestling team where he happened to be, uh, I believe, was either administrator or head coach, one of those two. And he's like, turn the other way. But we're not going to hear to talk about that. His district in Ohio that he's elected from, the way that they draw it, they draw it in such a way that it is an unnaturally shaped object the, to see the people that he pulls votes for. Uh, Listeners, you can't see this, but I'm moving my hand across the screen so B can can have an idea of how it twists and turns so that that is the district he represents. And that twisting and turning represents the people that live there that have that Republican leaning and are likely not going to change anytime soon.
1: Right. Obviously, that type of thing is supposed
0: to be unconstitutional. But this Supreme Court recently and even before the change in the court has said that type of. Drawing the lines is okay. Right. The problem, so the deck is stacked, is what I'm saying.
1: The problem comes here when we're talking about it being a law as opposed to being a philosophy. So I disagree that there should be a law restricting women from getting abortions after six weeks in any state. I disagree with that idea wholeheartedly. However, when it comes to the idea of whether women should get abortions or not and whether or not somebody else should have the ability to choose for them, I'm on the fence. Law? Absolutely not. Big circle with a line through it do not accept, do not agree. But I do think that that um in my life I feel like there are maybe too many abortions and there should be some influence from outside of just, you know, the the mother. It shouldn't be just her choice because there needs How are you going to do that without a lobby? Well, no, no. That I'm, doesn't work. Yeah, it does. I said influence. So like uh, the idea that um okay, so when we have a, a man and a woman get pregnant, the woman is physically pregnant, but the the, the couple are pregnant. As far as responsibility and uh, caregiving, et cetera, for the 18 years or however many years it is now, right? So I don't think that it's necessarily okay to say a woman gets to choose that by herself without having any influence or any 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 um, ideas expressed by the man. I think that there's a team that has to go into that and make that choice. On the outside, the, the periphery Wait, Where
0: does that right come from to go in there? Where does that right come from from the team to go in if not a law? What do you so mean? No, no, this, no, no, these no. are inconsistent.
1: No, it's not. That's what I'm saying. I don't agree with there being a law. However, I do feel that a woman should not be so... Um, much of an asshole to say it's me, it's only me. Nobody else gets a part in that. I'm, that's now that's a that's a negotiation between that woman and the people in her periphery. I, I do you see what I'm saying? I'm not saying that there should okay. ever be a law, but there should be some. There, the woman who's who's directly in the center of this decision should be able to be influenced by her periphery. It should not be so black and white that it's me, my choice, is my body. I, that's asshole to me too. Given, put a okay, law. How do, on a woman? You, how
0: do you allow that to happen? Be without a law.
1: Allow what to happen? Influence. Influence. No, no, no. I'm I'm putting the responsibility on the woman. I'm saying you need to at least listen to influence. Listen to. Uh, I I did. It shouldn't just be. Hey, this is my decision only. It should be. It's our decision because it's our baby. And the periphery being grandparents. Uh sisters, cousins. I feel like the responsibility is on the woman to say, you know, I know this isn't a law, but hey, let's talk about this. And let's discuss this. It's not my body, my choice. It's our choice because this is a, this is going to affect all of us, not just me. I don't feel like there should be a law saying she has to. I think that the woman should want to. That's what I'm saying.
0: Well, that's a great thought. Uh, I think.
1: So we're not disagreeing. That, that
0: there should be an opt out clause for a, uh, sounds good to me. For a a potential
1: father. And what about grandparents?
0: That's too attenuated. What do you mean?
1: Fuck that. if if, if no, no. no.
0: The reason why I'm saying an opt-out clause is because there is a penalty. Right. Got you. Um, Got you. So I believe that there should be an opt-out. You know, it's like, I want to have a baby. I don't want to have a baby. Okay. Well, you know, I strongly uh, disagree with your decision to continue forward. Okay, well, I'm going to continue forward. All right, well, I don't agree with this, so I should be able to opt out of child support payments because I don't agree with you. Right. Now, obviously, there could be an asterisk, you know, rape, incest, some other things, or maybe a different way to or reason for not allowing that option. Right. Now, the reason why I think there should be an option, not just for the man or for the woman, because at the end of the day, even though the decision may affect both people, the woman does have to carry the child to term for nine months, so that is extra. So because it's extra, if you choose to do extra, that's, I believe that's fine. I just think that in fairness, if the father does not want to be a father, there should be an opt-out that you can't go and seek funds if you've decided to go through with the pregnancy.
1: Well, let me tell you why I feel like grandparents are involved, especially the grandparents or the parents of the, the mother. If she's under 26, she's most likely on their insurance. If there is any charges that go... They're not going to go to her. They're going to go to the insurance holder who the premium is, who the the policy is, is written under. Um, That's grandparents. And I don't, I should have, I should have some say in whether or not I have to, I'm on the hook for whatever these insurance charges are for this, this hospital bill that may be who knows how large based on this choice that my 25 or 24 year old. That's what I'm saying. So you say fix that another opt out. But you it's say okay. there shouldn't there shouldn't it shouldn't attenuate it or whatever. And no, I feel like there is there needs to be clear cut things here. If a woman that's is, a
0: very specific example though of insurance. That, but insurance. That's very specific. A, it's a very big one though. If you've ever been the parent than, of someone than, who
1: than, had a, a kid under 26.
0: I'm not saying it hasn't happened. I just I'm unfamiliar with that example. But what I would say is um, legally as we know it, grandparents have lesser rights than the actual parents.
1: True, not talking about rights uh, here. I'm talking about expense.
0: Expense is a different conversation. Okay. So I said based on so so the the the, the putative father has some rights once the child gets here. My proposal is that if the putative father does not want to be a father and there's no asterisk, there's no extenuating circumstance on how we got to be in this position. They should be able to opt out of child support payments uh, after, obviously, after they've had a communication and decided one way, you know, right. what their positions are.
1: Right.
0: The onus is still on the woman because the woman has, you know, it's academic, the woman has to carry the child. There's more for the woman to do. Right. You know the whole um, uh, mama's baby daddy's maybe yeah, that kind of there is some truth in that right and uh and so as far as grandparents and insurance go, that's a grandparent and insurance conversation, so it's, there should be an opt out okay. in the insurance policy okay if someone if a, if a dependent on your insurance policy became pregnant, a dependent uh, who's not a spouse, I do believe there should be an option. To opt out of those expenses. There
1: isn't, and if the baby got sick at time of delivery and ended up being in an incubator for who knows how long, that's still on the same policy. All that's going to the same charges. And when those, have you seen this, or I is have. this just a hypothetical? No, I've seen this. I've seen this, and, and, it, and it is, it's 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 kind of silly. It's
0: beca- not silly. Beca- what you just said is terrible.
1: Yeah, no, but I mean, it, it I mean the the idea of it is silly because you're like, well, how 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 the this I don't know. It, it, it's it's troubling to me because. I know that there are grandparents who've done everything they can to take care of a child, and then that child becomes an adult, but still on the insurance because they haven't quite got their life together, and then they get pregnant, and then they, you know... The,
0: that's a contractual negotiation. Something I, I happens in the
1: hospital, the baby gets really sick or something, and all that's just on the same policy, so the the, the, the onus becomes not on the, the mother, but on the grandmother and grandfather, and they're... But you they, can drop dependents. Yeah, but, but, you, but you'd have to drop them before... The, the baby comes like, and who, what kind of asshole no. would do that?
0: there's a, there's an enrollment period that happens once every year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. At, or in, during so, emergency. So if
0: they're, while they're enrolled, that might be the case. But when it comes open enrollment, you can, you can, you can dispense, you can, you can say, okay, this person is no longer my dependent. So maybe what you're talking about is a special carve out. Perhaps there's no special carve out because either a, it doesn't happen very often. Right. Or B, it happens often enough, to it's lucrative for the uh, insurance companies to to keep it on, which can't be the case. Well, now actually, I don't know. I don't know. Now don't we can, know.
1: but now it's a conversation for at least people who've listened to this show. Now there's, there's at least a conversation to be had, and that's something that can we can consider, as opposed to just pretending like it doesn't exist. My 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 body, my choice, and that's all. And there has to be more than my body, my choice. Or if there's if it's going to be my body, my choice, then that needs to go across the board, across everything. It can't just stop at abortions. It has to go all the way across all the legislature. It can't stop at just abortions and women because we're protecting women. We got to protect all human beings if we're going to do that. Well, you know the
0: GOP is very good about protecting births, but not lives. That's but true. That's a whole other conversation. Um, we're not going to talk about Uncle Joe. Cause Uncle Joe done fucked up.
1: I just want, we don't have to to talk about it, Kota, but I want to, I'm asking you and everyone who listens to provide me the same backing that I gave you guys when it was time to get Trump the fuck out of office. That's all I'm going to ask for. There's right and there is not right at all. And I feel like this vaccine shit is not right at all. And I want the same support that you, that I gave you guys when it was time to vote, Joe in, whether or not you agree about vaccines and who should have and who shouldn't have them. Forcing someone to take a vaccine is not constitutional, and it—I don't care how you look at it—and all I'm asking for is whether or not you want your me to get the vaccine. Your kids can't
0: go to elementary school without their shots. And your just, kids can't go to college without proof I, of their vaccinations. So you're so you basically you saying—basically
1: saying—I vote, I helped you, but you're not going to back me. I got you. no.
0: I'm—I'm I'm saying what you're asking is—is—it's just nope. not reality. We're no, talking about reality. this specific
1: vaccine. You can—you can take your kids to homeschool. You don't have to have them in home in in, in school if you don't want to. And, or you can get you can opt out you can opt out of the those vaccines also religious reasons whatever. There are companies right now that You can opt out you can opt out of this vaccine cannot, for religious reasons. Cannot. They're saying unpaid leave now. Companies are saying unpaid leave for religious if you're not taking the vaccine for religious purposes. United Airlines has already done that. Delta Airlines has already done that and it's coming for everybody else. All I'm saying is whether or not you believe I should have a vaccine is your opinion. Forcing me to get a vaccine through mandates is why i'm saying i want your support just like i gave you mine when it was time to get trump the fuck out of office that's all i'm asking for and then you can keep begging me to get a vaccine we'll talk about it we'll have a conversation you can keep pleading with me and maybe one day you'll get through to me but it should be when i decide i want to take it not when i'm mandated to do so my body my choice uh joe (laughs) that's all i'm saying it's just let's be reasonable here just I like, was
0: talking about Afghanistan, but
1: oh, damn, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Well, Joe definitely we'll, fucked up in Afghanistan. And and notice, we've like we said, Kamala is nowhere to be seen. She better
0: not be. She better not, <laughs> not fucking be.
1: I don't know what Joe's doing. You know,
0: he sat on that defensive committee for all those years. He knows. I don't know. Kamala, I don't know what Joe's doing. He's commander in chief. There are no there it's are his no,
1: decision. Hey, there the a no with Joe. If you it go does. on YouTube right president. now, you're not going to see any screenshots of Kamala so that you'll click on him. You don't even see those. Like, there she's nowhere.
0: Wait, wait. But that's what vice presidents are supposed to do. And that's what they've always done, except for one occasion in your lifetime. And that was Uncle Dick Cheney. <laughs> right. And that's because W didn't realize that he was being Publishing. usurped. Right. All right, B. So we're going to deal with this vaccine shit at the top of the hour next week. Okay and we might talk about afghanistan next week uh the it shit won't ain't just <laughs> not going to be any better next week yeah. but either way whatever the hell happens man whenever we chop it up on this shit i can see already i can look i can look you in your eyes i looked him in his eyes knew he was serious about these vaccines in afghanistan but no matter what
1: it's always going to be black on both sides where nothing is black and white